This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. What's the one thing all great teams have in common? Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, Andrew. Hey! It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey everybody, hockey's my girlfriend now. I'm Mike, that's Tommy. Hello everyone. That's Kevin. Hey y'all. Welcome to the Quack Attack Podcast, the Fitted and Mighty X Podcast. We are back. Another episode review, episode seven, Spirit of the Ducks, part two. A lot, I feel like, to talk about, but maybe Tommy and Kevin will disagree with me, but let's get into it. Um, I, I would like to go first. Okay, Kevin, thoughts. your first impressions. Okay, I have two primary thoughts. One, in a vacuum, good episode. Two, what the f- fuck like this is bullshit um we got a whole bunch of nothing uh from from a whole lot of anticipation um so that was uh that we got a bunch of photos on the fucking wall that's what we got so that's that's a bummer wow uh tommy do you want to follow that up i think kevin kind of articulated what every single millennial mighty ducks fan is feeling uh i i do think that like he said in a vacuum this was a good episode i would say in a vacuum it's a very good episode actually and i would also wager like that when we look back at the end of the season that we're going to say i think people might have been a little bit too harsh we were expecting cameos because it was called spirit of the ducks part two spirit of the ducks part one we were it was like an overload i think this was a good episode even though we didn't get ducks cameos yes i wanted to see keenan i wanted to see uh, yeah, even like Paul Korea. Yeah, we saw his picture. I, you know, you don't build up enough. <laughs> even Paul so Korea. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Paul Korea could have been like the janitor or something who lets them in. You know, that would have been fun. Um, but it's disappointing that there weren't cameos. But at the same time, it's like, you know, this the show has to be able to stand on its own. And they're trying to get this new generation that isn't just fully built on on Gordon Bombay, who was mentioned twice in this episode. Nice. And they always say mm-hmm. Gordon Bombay, not just like, oh, Bombay, you know, come on. Um, so we hit, our, we hit our goal, right? Or our, yeah, we hit the goal. over, hit the over of, oh, of mentions. Yeah. Um, so I, I totally understand where Kevin is. And I absolutely empathize. Um, I, I'm not going to be as harsh in this episode that I think a lot of people are, but I'm not going to like really defend it too much. But I, I do want to make make sure people are looking at this again as vacuum and also the goal of the series, which is not just to have like, well, look who's over there. It's Terry Hall, you know, just like <laughs> a random one-off little cameo. But I, but, I, I, but I have to argue with that. Cause like, like Cobra Kai does this so well, like yeah. they do the nostalgia so, so well. And it's not that they do it well with like known actors. They just do it with people that were in the fucking movies and like like people that probably haven't been in anything in like 20 years um 
And I, I don't get why we can't get a little bit of that. Like, like in this season, we have almost none of it. Like, I don't know. I, I think it's just, it's frustrating. And I, are you are you willing I, to withhold judgment though until the end of the season? Because hmm. we did we did get Fulton Portman right off the bat. We got them for two seconds. Like, right. No, that's, I, that's I, under, I understand that's, that. That's I'm, so... I'm, I'm just wondering, episode nine, episode ten, things like that. You know, are you willing to like, if you do get more of it later in the season, you know, because I do think you have to judge it by the, by the whole. Sure. Of course, if it happens in season in episodes nine and 10, great. But like, I, I don't know. I think that's one of the things that's so frustrating about this series is that we get so little of that. Like, and, and I get like season one kind of got fucked with COVID. I get that. Um, but like, that shouldn't have been an issue in this one. Like, Cobra Kai over the last four years has or three years has cranked out like five seasons of 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 TV and they all have these awesome like throwback nostalgic cameos that are like intertwined in the plot like and I, I just I just don't I don't get why we can't have any of that I think it's frustrating and yeah. that's also while moving ahead a, a plot that's completely different from you know like what it what it was and i mean maybe that's a conscious choice that the, that they made but i don't know I, th- I think it's frustrating and i think they i think it was a if that's all we get like this is a big big missed opportunity and i i doubt we see a season three wow strong words from kevin i, I mean right like that's it has to be right i i, I agree i i do think that um the show needs to come back eight nine ten has to be strong um the people who are paying for disney plus the people who are our age you know millennials with spending power we're going to be the ones who are watching or not watching. Um, it's not, you know, a nine-year-old who's like, oh, you know, I've always heard about the Mighty Duck. So it's like, yeah, you got to be catering to us essentially uh, to keep the um, to keep the momentum going. Um, so, so I I don't disagree with what Kevin is saying, um, but Mike, I'm curious your thoughts. Yeah, um, just real quick on the Cobra Kai point, they have been able to develop a whole new generation of karate kids in a sense, like and intertwine it so i i do agree with that overall yeah obviously disappointed it's called spirit of the ducks part two i was i was trying to figure out if this was our fault like did we read too much into this like and i think yes it's part our fault i think you should have named it something else like if you name the episode something else we don't start hyping it up and start seeing you know yeah, charlie conway i think that's part of the frustration i i think calling it spirit of the ducks part two is actually probably like the biggest um biggest issue with it because spirit yeah. of the ducks was you have all the ducks and to literally call it part two you're you're implying so much now obviously hopefully we'll we'll watch the end of the season we'll be able to understand a little bit more we also know filming isn't as easy but yeah, call it something else. And now I guess you could say, well, you know, Alex is embodying the spirit of the ducks. It's like, yes, but don't just call it part two, you know? Right. Because in theory, this Mighty Ducks Game Changers is spirit of the ducks, you know, continued. Um, so yeah, it's it's a little bit difficult. You could have just called the episode uh, Smash Siblings and a lot of people would watch <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. Okay, <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I I did enjoy you know the NHL cameos and like that kind of stuff in uh, in its own right you know uh, not you know expecting like if you took out expecting the OGs and seeing the NHLers and integrating back in there I think was nice. If, uh, sorry, go ahead. just one. If we don't get anything else for the rest of the season, like 
I mean, they may as well have not made a Mighty Ducks show. Like, mm. I, like you know, or done a season two. Like, they sh- they could have just done a completely different show. Like, I, I don't know. That's I think that's the frustration is like, there are all these cool opportunities and it just feels right. Like, they're just missed. Yeah, and they're sort of just using the name yeah. to suck us in. I, I like, I get that. I get that um, as we talk about the episode, you know, in a vacuum, as Tommy said, I thought it was okay. Like, I thought it had some really great moments. It was a good episode. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I thought it had some really great moments and then some, you know, slow parts and then some, again, more good moments. So, yeah. I overall, think it would be interesting if you can find the person who, like, started watching Mighty Ducks Game Changers season one, season two, and actually hadn't seen the initial movies or maybe was only vaguely familiar with them you know, how would, what would their reaction to be this episode? Would they be like, oh, this is cool, you know? And so, again, um, it's everyone who we might talk to, interact with about this episode, I think they're all going to have very similar feelings. Um, But again, it's, who who are they making this for? Right. Um, Are they making it for the original fans, you know, the millennials, whatever, we were kids back then, or are they making it again for the next generation? And, you know, it's a, I, I think we. I'm gonna. I'm willing to re- reserve full judgment until the end of the season. Um, but like Kevin said, I think season three is on. You know, they really have to come out strong at the last three episodes um, to get season three. Um, but again, you know, who knows what will happen? Yeah. So there's that. That's a good point. I do wonder. You know, the kids who just you know picked this up for whatever reason, like probably didn't really care too much as much about you know the original ducks coming back in the first season so if they saw this they probably didn't uh care too much but anyway yeah i thought it was some great moments now they talked about like the coach and then the coach couldn't come like it it kind of felt like they were supposed to have somebody there or i don't know if it was dallas ekins the actual anaheim ducks coach or somebody else but what did you make of just how they got to everything it, it does have the feel of like they had to scrap something at the last second. Um, yeah. And I was like, are they setting up Keenan as being the coach or something like that? Or it's like, oh, it turns out like we had to like scrap something. And then the, kind of like a prolonged scene with the uh, assistant who I recognize from commercials. Uh, I need to like look him up. I was like, oh, he's got like yeah. a, a memorable face. Like I, I vividly remember him like screaming and like running away in a commercial. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he did what, what he could, uh, but it was like, Oh, that's kind of like a cop out. And, and, you know, we'd all seen like teasers of like, yes, we know that they're going to be on the ice with, you know, real players, things like that. And so it was, uh, that was probably one of the, the only like kind of question marks I had. I and mean, maybe one of the only missteps was. I, uh, also like, uh, and I, like, I don't really, I don't follow pro hockey. Like I, I just, I'm not the demographic for that, but um, what percentage of people do you think that watched the TV show knew any of those players. Like even those cameos were like, I don't even think that like we got to see the back of one guy's jersey. I think it was like Terry or something. Yeah, like, Troy I, Terry. Yeah, like I, I have no idea who those people are. And I would venture to guess 95% of the people watching the show don't know who those guys are. Right. Like, so the main guy, number 11, Trevor Zegris, he's on the front of the NHL, you know, video game. Like, he's sort of a young and up-and-coming player. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, like, 
I I'm curious. Obviously, hockey was in a different place, but Mike Madonna, most people probably knew. I don't know how many people knew Basil McRae in you know sure. the original Mighty Ducks. So, yeah, I mean that's a good point. Like if they got Sidney Crosby or Alex Ovechkin or like probably Connor McDavid, probably the two you know biggest hockey names. Um, maybe it's it has a little more impact. Uh, so. But yeah, what's, like I, what's the uh, the ownership status of like the Ducks and Disney? What's their connection still? Is it no more? Is it just more of like the handshakes and everything where they they look back at it fondly? Or because um, I know one of our one of our fans in the Discord talks about oh it seemed a little forced, but I mean you had to do stuff with the Anaheim right. Ducks this year, um, yes. so I'm not oh I'm not too you know upset about that. Um, but yeah, it's not like. They could just like, oh, we're ha- we happen to have like an NHL All Star game going on right now, you right? Know? Right. You like, have to I, you have to sort of connect it, you know, to the Ducks, and those were kind of the best players the Ducks have. It's not like the Ducks are, you know, a big powerhouse. They don't really have a huge, huge star other than Zegras. So I, I, I just I can't get over that to this point. Where what episode was this? Seven. Seven. Uh, like I'm not even gonna count the the first episode cameos like that that was like so they, they, they were whatever um like it was a fun thing it was like ha oh cool it's them but that's it um like the the biggest the only really like i mean aside from these three ducks is rich eisen like i don't like if you if you had told me at the beginning of the season i would have been like no way that's that's impossible like that there's no way that's all we get is rich eisen for some reason who is great but I don't know. I, I I think it's just like I I've 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 definitely like had a, a very uh, long um, uh, I don't know runway for this show and and it's good. I I, mm-hmm. I don't dislike it or anything like that. But I I feel like they've just they've missed on so many opportunities and it's getting to the point like as a as a nostalgic fan um, who and just there's so many archetypes that this works like this works this formula works and. Um, it's, I mean, we're just not getting it, which is a bummer. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, they had Bombay in season one that fell apart for things out of their control, really. Like, sure. um, so yeah, you would, you would figure they would want to come back with something, but maybe they took that as the decision to, okay, we're going to completely, you know, use that as a launch pad to separate itself. So yeah, lots of questions uh, as we go forward here. But let's let's get into the episode more uh, fully. So you really had, you know, the captain's storyline. You had Jay, Sophie, and Evan. You had Ducks and the Mighty Ducks. And then, this is not really one, but right at the end, you had Cole and Alex sort of, uh, you know, doing their thing. But the, I wouldn't say that was an arc of the episode. Let's, uh, we talked about the Ducks and the Mighty Ducks. What did you make of Gabe? the the fan relations guy and how he was sort of the the assistant to the assistant right right <laughs> i liked him you know yeah uh, i would have liked him to have been like my great uncle tibbles used to say blah 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 but right no, he, yeah, yeah it was fine i'd like to see him um again like uh it seems very much that they're gonna play like their summer showcase game or something or the championship at the honda center and so i i would hope to see him again um yeah i liked I- him he was good I, I think that that point you just made is a great point too. Like even that would be the tiniest little bit of fan service. Like that would have been such a funny little like throwaway line that would have been so easy 
that and nobody would have noticed aside from like nostalgic fans throw like a, a hendrix little polar bear at one of the kids yeah, when he's giving like the swag. I, I think that's that's i don't know i think it's all just kind of building um right. to this point but um and it's all kind of bubbling over for me but yeah i, I thought he was good i thought he was a good character I, I thought the scene was funny where he was just like tossing their gifts at them and then he ran away <laughs> i thought that was good um but yeah he was he was funny and then uh, I thought it was a little strange that you knew so much about the ducks. Like, I don't know. That was, that yeah, was kind of they had a whole room with their pictures and stuff. But I, I did chuckle at that. Like, I, I love imagining that that actually exists <laughs> in the ducks like facility. And like all these players, are like, what the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> yeah, they have to touch the knuckle puck before they go on the ice. So that'd be great. Um, yeah, I I liked Gabe, but to your point, like he was sort of the guy, you know portraying the spirit of the ducks and he had no connection other than being like a little kid uh and watching this youth hockey team like if he was related in some way i was just mad that he wasn't one of the ducks or he wasn't related or anything um so that that was the only issue i had really with him but it was no fault of the actor or like the way he portrayed the character or anything it was just you know the way it was uh like how how sorry how great would that be if that was cart yeah like like that'd be awesome yeah so i I mean it it was like he was essentially speaking for the adult audience who was watching it's like obviously you know we've got a podcast about it um so seeing all those photos was great and i was definitely scanning all the photos and we saw you know conway obviously we saw a lot of keenan you know we saw orion so it was just like they were acknowledging all of it um and so that was good and it was like okay yes we're embodying the spirit of the ducks but there were no ducks present like kevin even if there was like a um they end the scene just with like you see a duck or like what is implied to be a duck how much does that change like your like perspective if it's like a very clear almost like last episode where we had that cliffhanger where we think we're going to be getting ducks you know how does how would that skew your perspective on this i mean if there was no follow-up then i i think that it's like all cosmetic it's like, like there's no there's no depth to any of it which which is a bummer like like even even last season's Spirit of the Ducks episode, like even that felt like so superficial. Like I like, and obviously they, that was for very specific reasons mm-hmm. uh, because of COVID and everything. Like they had to kind of shoehorn that in. Um, but like I don't know, it's just like there's there doesn't feel like there's any sort of thought that goes into any of the like. Well, not this season. We don't have any cameos except for Fulton and and Portman in in the first episode and i mean again i said this when this happened like maybe maybe they do show up in you know episode nine or something because that that seems like a weird kind of drop by but um i don't know i I don't think it would change my perspective much if you just like saw a duck like waving (laughs) i don't know like i don't know goldberg driving the uh (laughs) zamboni around (laughs) yeah we'll see what happens in eight nine ten like i mean it would be great if like a couple of them were scouts let me ask it this way are you at all confident that anything of note will happen in the next three episodes in terms of seeing the old ducks yes i'm i wouldn't say i'm confident i'm hopeful like like they talked i said they talked about the coach and like that kind of stuff like maybe he comes back in the end and like he's there and he's a duck or something like that like i think it's either a throwaway line to you know they were trying to do something and they didn't do it or they needed a way that like you know they the ducks the new mighty ducks felt like you know dissed by the anaheim ducks 
or you know that is a setup for something bigger to happen when because it does feel like they're going to return to the honda center in episode 10 so who knows uh if we have another opportunity at this no that's a good point it does seem like they were kind of saying like maybe they're going to come back to the coach is like we're gonna come back to the honda center and we're gonna say like oh duck's coach is finally here and in, in walks in you know Wait, like a Keenan uh, or can I ask why you feel like they're going to go back to the Hana Center? Like, well, what about the, the episode? The last US or the last you know showcase where Jace, yeah, that's the showcase game was oh, it, oh, it's the played there. Yeah. Okay, okay, got it. Uh, so yeah, you figure, yeah, when they play, I like, I don't know, maybe, maybe we don't get there, but uh, yeah, it feels like you know they're gonna have the tournament, the team's gonna win. And then they're all going to go to the Honda Center to play, you know, Canada. And the big, the big climax or culminating game will be the that showcase game where you know probably Jace wins it for the Mighty Ducks. And let me kind of put a put a a, a fine point on that. Um, I, I I feel like it to me it feels like if we don't get at the end of the season, if we don't get like again to go back to Cobra Kai, they're great at this. Every season pretty much ends with like a new character showing up that leads into the next season or a, a new old character that shows up that leads into the next season. Like Kreese shows up and then the, the other guy from like Chronic Kid 3 shows up in, mm-hmm. in the end of season four or whatever. Um, I, I feel like if we don't get something like that, then we're not getting a season three. I feel mm-hmm. like there's like no no chance. We'll see. I don't disagree. I mean, yeah. It's- I, again, I want to see the rest of it before I, I really kind of. Yeah, I, I mean, them. I'm just worried in general. Like people sort of, a lot of people jumped off. At least that was sort of the chatter online. A lot of people jumped off as soon as Amelia wasn't in it. So, um, yeah, it doesn't feel as big as season one did. So, we'll see. There was uh, to go off on a tangent. So there was, uh, I believe her name is Sydney Rhymes. She used to work at Brill's production company. And then was a VP of programming at ABC Signature. Actually worked on Mighty Ducks Game Changers. She's now an SVP. So we had that. I had a, a podcast episode about how you know the president of programming might not look so fondly on the Mighty Ducks, but they have another ally who's sort of moved up the ranks there. So uh, yeah, we'll see how the politics plays out at Disney Plus as well. But let's uh, let's go back here. Obviously, you have you know the scene. What did you make of just how they how they got to the Honda Center, I guess, and how that all set up? I love the Marnie scenes. She was great. Uh, she's every time she's on screen, she's just fantastic. Um, yeah, I, I thought that was uh, a really funny scene, and then also kind of uh, whenever she goes and spills the beans to to Cole, I thought that was great too. But yeah, I thought that was a good scene. Yeah, and uh, our interview with uh, Tegan Burns. I don't know if that's dropped yet. Um, but yeah. she um, she mentions to us, so listen to that episode about um, the the actress who plays Marnie kind of impri- improvising. So I was looking at that and um, I think she's like very good, uh, very good actress with her face and everything. Uh, and so uh, I-, I could tell maybe she got some latitude to do some improv where she was like trying to lie or whatever. Um, I like that. Maybe a little bit prolonged with like Marnie and, and Alex and their interaction. Because um, what was interesting in watching the episode, I'm like, oh, we we're not going to have much of a Ducks cameo because it was really kind of getting up against the end. Um, I, I kind of thought that Alex was going to ask Marty, like, we'll come with us, you know, which I think would have been uh, great. Uh, but I think we'll get some more, uh, more Marnie 
but yeah, I was a, I was a fan of it and um made it made sense. Yeah, Marnie was funny. I did think it was like it didn't portray the actual Anaheim Ducks in the best light when they were like, "Oh, here's your stuff," and like the guy threw the gift bag at him and ran back. I was like, "I'm surprised the Anaheim Ducks like were okay with we're that." We're cool with that. Yeah, yeah but uh, I, I, obviously I, they I came did, around in the end. I did think it was funny how the PR uh, disaster was that they served duck. <laughs> I thought that was that was a, a dumb and and funny thing. I thought that was that was good. How, how did we feel about the uh, the rap scene? Oh, so obviously DJ, uh, you know, he said, expect the unexpected when we talked to him. And then the rap scene was in there. It felt like it was, I enjoyed it. Like it felt, yeah, you it know, fun. plugged in for just to, you know, showcase their stuff. But I enjoyed DJ and uh, Noah Baird, who plays Fries, were beatboxing, Maxwell Simpkins and uh, Luke Islam coming in with the rap at the end, which yeah. I appreciated. So yeah, I, it was I, fun, even though it was I, just sort of random. I feel like Tommy, I feel like Tommy didn't enjoy it as much as we did. I, I was just like, this is a little weird. Um, <laughs> well, I yeah. mean, they were just killing time. Like, they, that's what kids do. You know what I mean? No, like, no, I, I totally get that. But it's like, oh, how about they just do some rapping? Yeah. You know? And it, <laughs> I wonder if that was just kind of born out of like a, oh, hey, like Maxwell, he's actually like, you know, he could have some fun with this. And like, I was like, as Kubo, about to like belt out something because, of course, he's a good singer, Luke Islam. Um, so that was, uh, that was a little weird to me. Um, and I guess, were they just like sitting there for hours um, while Alex was, I guess, like trying to figure things out with the coach? Didn't um, see that long. Uh, it was interesting, like all the hats that they were wearing that were right. ducks. They were all yeah. different styles of uh, ducks hats. Are, are those like purchasable hats? They have to be, right? I would think so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was, it was a very random and I know Josh Dumel who directed this episode um he posted on instagram when they were filming like he was so impressed because they were doing this like offset like maxwell simpkins was rapping dj was beatboxing so i don't know if he saw that and decided to you know to put it in or it was written in but uh yeah very random but i it was enjoyable for me just uh to go through it with that um let's see anything else here on you know the ducks and the mighty ducks and their field trip here uh we got the kiss we got the yeah Hold on, uh, but we before got... we before we go to the end of the episode, let's talk about uh, the B plot. Uh, Evan and AJ doing yeah. the test, picking yes. a captain. Um, it was, uh, I guess, a little predictable that it was going to become between um, you know, AJ and um, and Evan. Uh, I I guess I liked it. I, I thought Evan could have been like, "Hey, being a captain is about leading, just not just being the best player." So he kind of missed a one liner. But I also really liked. Um, Coob kind of having like this inspiring speech and be like, oh my God, no, I'm not, I'm <laughs> yeah. not the captain. So that was good. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I liked that with Coob. I, I, I could see that coming with Coob as he was doing that. I was like, I know he's gonna be like, no, no, no I'm not captain material or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, I, I, I thought it was funny. Evan, Evan was uh, uh, very much the politician uh, on the day after election day, um, which was good. Um, yeah, I thought the ice bath scene was really funny. Also, I, I I thought AJ was very good in this too, just being like the pompous ass, like I'm the best athlete. So obviously I'm going to be the captain. And I thought, I thought it was, I thought it worked really well. I thought it was good. Yeah. And I, I, I'm glad we also got a little bit more of AJ too. We, we got to kind of see him like, and see his personality a little bit more. Yeah. I enjoyed AJ. I wasn't so sure about Evan nominating himself for captain. Like that's very anti-captain like, but yeah. 
It does feel. But it it would have felt more weird if one of the other players who right. haven't seen at all, like we're like, oh no, let's do Evan. Like I, I, I think it was fine. Yeah, I was gonna say, but it does feel like sort of within the bounds of his character, where he's like, I'm doing whatever I can to be, you know, the best hockey player. I um, will represent Belgium. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, that was good. I liked the earlier I, speech or the earlier uh, conversation between him and Nick. I thought that was very, you know, mm-hmm. kind of real where Nick was like, hey, I can't, you know, I'm still friends with them, but like, I'll always be your friend, even though, you know, you're going for yeah. hockey and stuff and, like that. And kind of pushed him to like lean into it. You know? Right. I thought that was good too. That was a good, good friend move on, on Nick's part. So um, um, I'm going to give a shout out to the, uh, I guess, cinematographer. Um, so in the scene where I guess they're just saying, oh, it was just like last night is when you did that whole like bullshit playing in other hands and you have like Maya, Coob and uh, and Sam kind of like and Evan opens the door for them. And so you have those three. They're very clear in the open door. And uh, Evan or excuse me, uh, Nick is still he's kind of to the side and he's behind the glass. And so those three have made up their mind like their uh, their opinion of evan mm. it's it's open you know but we don't know how uh how nick feels yet and so he's still behind the glass and so i i, I appreciate that uh wow. bit of filmmaking there tommy there you go. over here yeah that was really good uh that was a funny scene i did like when they were like oh i like we're, i'm not walking through the door and then he closed he's like i was about to walk through that like good <laughs> yeah. job from Coop. i did appreciate also that nick didn't be Nick wasn't like, oh, you're not my friend anymore. It's like, no, he's standing by him. Right. And again, got the good, like, you know, hockey's my girlfriend line again. So yeah, I appreciate that they're not being all like angsty with each other. I I also um, on the back on the, the, the captain uh, topic. I I really liked Gertie's quote. uh, uh, Maybe we could get Evan back. Also, who's Evan? (laughs) Yeah, that was really good. Yeah. So we have that. And then obviously, you know, they nominate the Ducks, I should say, nominate Chase to be their captain at the end. Initially, I was like, okay, Sophie, you're going to nominate your boyfriend. But then Nick sort of voiced <laughs> that for me, too, which I appreciate. I, I thought I enjoyed Nick being like, what? Of course you would. Um, but yeah, then it all- was interesting. They're like talking about the captain. And Sophie's like, I'll nominate Jace. And they pan over to Jace. He's like 60 feet away. It's like, <laughs> why weren't you with your team? Um, yeah. Again, I guess playing on the whole spirit of the ducks, it's like standing up and like coming back to the place of your your worst moment, your worst defeat. So I guess I appreciate it because I was thinking like, oh, is it going to be is Nick the captain? But it makes sense for Jason. It does really continue the storyline along, um, and that's how we kind of get to the uh, the end of the episode with the um, you know the uh, the Alex and Coach Cole kiss. It seems like they were both pretty interested in that. Uh, yeah. you know, before before we move to that one. Uh, come on, weak Sophie. Like you should be a captain of this team. Like, yeah, on, what are you doing here? Yeah. And then, but I am very excited to see Jace like wreck shop in the tournament. So, I, I think Jace is gonna like be uh, be a good player. And I guess, Mike, what did you think of kind of like everyone's got to find their knuckle puck, find their like, you know, how to go to the side? I guess you had Fries, who I guess was just like deflecting the goals in right. with his butt. Right. Um, you had, I guess, Nick say, "Oh, I'm like ducking away." And then we have uh, Gertie and Sam as the Smash siblings. Oh, that was good. Which... Uh, I, but we didn't get one for Jace. I, I, 
I, I was bummed about that. Like, why doesn't he get a thing? <clears throat> I I don't know. I guess talking to the Ducks captain was his thing, or talking yeah. with Trevor Zegers was his thing. I thought it was okay. First of all, the knuckle puck is a different knuckle puck. Yeah, it does not like that, flutter. That, that felt wrong also. Which I thought was interesting. I thought, okay, Alex did it. She's not a very good shot. So, like, maybe that was Alex's knuckle puck, and it just, like, kind of didn't work. And then uh, whoever else, uh, Sophie did it, and it was the exact same sort of shot there. So I was like, oh, we got a whole new knuckle puck. And uh, going back to this again, that would have been a great little fan service moment if it was, like, the same shot, like, with, the like, the weird wobbly camera and stuff. Like, that just would have been fun, and, and they didn't do it. You know? Yeah. I agree. Yeah, fries. Fries, I thought was a good one. Like you need someone in front of the net to like deflecting those shots. Like finding his sort of role on the team, I thought was a good one. Uh, Sam and Gertie, like okay. Sam makes sense. I don't know. Like Gertie being a smash sibling makes sense, but they did destroy Nick in that one. Uh, scene. <laughs> oh yeah, they fucked Dick him moved up on Alex's part, sending, sending him out there to like land the slaughter. I know. Yeah. So. Uh, Nick obviously figures out the duck move, quack, quack, haha, funny, funny. I'm, I'm sure we'll see that again at some time point. I will say, I thought, I thought Nick maybe could have became captain there. Like, I feel like he's sort of holding things together, but, uh, they went with Jace, but yeah, Sophie, Nick, probably better choices than Jace, but we got to move the story along. As Tommy said, we only have three episodes left now. Um, yeah, good point though, Kevin. They should have got something. I thought it was fine though, but Tommy, what did you make of the Smash siblings? Uh, need to pick a different name. <laughs> Fair enough. What would you call them? I don't know. Give me like more than a like ten minutes, and I'll come up with something better. <laughs> um, but I'm but I do wonder if like they're gonna or if D uh, Sam is gonna develop a relationship with Gertie or maybe even a. Uh, with Maya, so I something uh DJT's to a little bit. So uh keep and keep watching for that. Yeah. He said that Sam would develop, you know, a close relationship slash friendship with somebody. It certainly seems like it's gonna be Gertie now, but we'll see as we go on there. Yeah, anything else until we move to, you know, obviously the final scene. Um I thought I thought the little um conversation between jace and sophie out on the loading dock or whatever was pretty good um the the video of him scoring on his own net. lol okay that. that was like that's the thing like <laughs> that's what you did i mean I don't, that, I don't know that was funny yeah like it wasn't the greatest but okay whatever it, it works for you know the the context of it but have you ever scored an own goal mike I'm trying to think. I don't think I've ever scored an own goal on my net. Uh, I played forward, so it was a little easier for me. Like, defensemen, we've definitely had defensemen score on our own net. Um, we had one kid. It was like a big tournament. Like, there were, it was like teams from different states, a couple teams from Canada. And he just, he was trying to clear the puck, like, behind the net because it was right. And he ripped it right in the top corner. We lost the game because of it. It was terrible. <laughs> did, did, did he have the, a serious case of the yips after that? He did not. Uh, I don't. I don't even remember what happened. You're like that. he's actually in the NHL now. <laughs> no, he was. He was a very frustrating player to play with. But uh, I don't think wow, he developed him, any sort of tick. I'm under the bus. <laughs> put his name out there for anybody? No, I do not. 
he was fine, but he was uh he was he did not have the best dad and things like that. Mm-hmm. A lot of complaints about playing time and stuff like that. So anyway, so his dad was, he was, like, a he was like the original Adam Banks. Kind of. Uh but not with the, you know, superstar talent, I would say. So No, no, like the the OG actor that played Adam Banks. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Like the dad was you know, Whenever the stopwatches get broken out, when you're trying to track your son's playing time compared to everyone Yikes. else's, <laughs> it gets a little iffy. <laughs> but uh, let's, uh, yeah, anything else? Anything else before we go to Cole and Alex in that final scene there? Cole seems ecstatic that um, Alex just spends, you know, a grand total of 70 minutes with Jace. Um, and has somehow like been able to get something out of him. So I am starting to feel a little bit of the the criticism. I think Cole has been like good, but it seems like he hasn't had any like non hockey conversations with his son. Mm. And um, uh, so I guess Cole is like, oh my god, you know, you fixed my son, and uh, he's like, well, here's my moment. He just goes in for it. Um, <laughs> I guess uh, after the hug, I guess I was expecting hey, man. shoot or so. shoot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, uh, I, I thought it was good acting when Cole was watching, you know, Jace with the ducks and stuff. Like I thought his facial acting was pretty good there, but yeah, it felt a little, you know, rushed. It it felt like there could have been a little more development between them before they do the whole kiss thing. And then it's that, but I don't know, Kevin, what did you think about that? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm more glad we got it out of the way. Um, anything else um, that we've kind of been on a crash course to that the entire season. Um, yeah. I mean, I thought it was good. We knew it was going to happen at some point. So I thought it was, you know, it was fine. There we go. Anything else before we, you know, take a break here and we go to, I guess awards. it was interesting. It's like, uh, like Josh Mel directed this one. So I wonder if he's like, no, this is the episode they're going to be kissing in. We need to get some, uh, a lot of shots of that. Yeah, um, but th- that to me uh, struck me as uh, as kind of funny. That is funny. I did not even think about it. All right, let's take a short break, and we will come back with our awards. All right. I I, I forgot to add this after uh, after the break. During the break, I thought about this. Um, I uh, I enjoyed the music, the the kind of the take on the ducks music as they were showing up at the arena and stuff. I thought that was really good and um, got me really excited and then let me down. Yeah, some good music there for sure. All right, let's go to the awards, our MVP, our LVP, and our quote of the episode. I got to say, I I had a good quote, but my MVP and LVP were tough uh, to really come by, but I'm interested. Let's start. Let's start with Kevin, your MVP. Uh, okay, my uh, this one's really hard. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Evan. Mm. And I don't feel great about that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I, it's, this one was hard. Like I, I don't know. Nobody really like like stood head and shoulders above the rest. Like I, I in my MVP, I have uh, question marks after all of them. I have Jace, Marnie, and Evan. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But I, I, I agree with I Kevin. With Evan. Like I agree with Kevin. This was not an easy one. So I'm actually gonna give it to Gabe, the assistant mm. to the assistant. Um, because nice. he was the one who was like good for Gabe. 
you know, fanboying out about uh, the Mighty Ducks. And so, and to me, that's what, you know, this is what, you know, the show is about. It's, you know, all these people fan, you know, fanboying out. Um, and so I'm going to give it to Gabe. Um, shout out to that actor who I've, I've seen in commercials before. <laughs> Gabe. Yeah. I, I mean, I wrote down Marnie, like I said, I don't feel great about it. She didn't really have enough to really, and she didn't really play too integral a part of she was very know. good though she was, she was good. good yeah uh honorable mention to just the the duck shrine in the anaheim in the honda center's building i thought i almost gave it to them um so yeah i don't know i don't know where we come to a give it to the set here. designer set designer <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah all right i'll give it to, i'll give it to the set designer i'm fine with that all right uh lvp wait can i go first on this one again too okay that's fine Okay, my LVP are the absent OG Ducks. Oh, just calling them out for not forcing their way into the episode. There you go. Um, I unfortunately picked Gabe just because he was not an OG Duck. Like I, I like I said, I thought the actor was funny. Like I thought he was fine. I was just mad he wasn't somebody else. <laughs> so I gave it to Gabe. But I nice. again don't feel good about it. Tommy. I'm giving LVP to the caterer who served like Peking duck <laughs> nice. to the ducks and ruined the coach's appearance. Um, and I, I do need to say that that coach needs to, you know, maybe develop a little bit thicker skin or something if he his entire like two days are ruined because uh, he had to see a, a dead duck. Um, so yeah, but I'm gonna give it to the caterer um, for it to be LVP. Um, so very interesting. Our episode Spirit of the Ducks MVP is set designer. LVP is caterer slash the guy who is not a duck. MVP is Gabe. Also, LVP is Gabe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm willing to I'm willing to change to the caterer to make it a consensus. Uh, I think no, that, I think we that's a good just list out. Don't do list it. out all don't of change. them. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, quote of the episode. I thought there was a lot of good quotes early on, and then not too many. Uh, I like hockey's my girlfriend now, so. That was my quote of the episode. Tommy? Uh, my quote of the episode is from Nick. He says, I don't do well with conflict. That's why I can't watch Bake Off shows. Oh, yeah. That was funny. Man, we're all over the board today. Uh, mine is uh, from AJ uh, when he's like, I could probably bench press all of your parents. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. We had a lot of agreement like the last two episodes, and now uh, we're all over the place, but... That's why the quack lights are here to help straighten us out. But you know where to find us, thequackdeckpod.com. Go there, contact us at quackdeckpod on Twitter, facebook.com slash quackdeckpod. Go to iTunes. Give us five stars. Tell us what you thought of this episode. Uh, yeah, as Tommy alluded to, Monday, Tegan Burns, a.k.a. Maya, on the pod. We'll have more from the cast coming up, but she will be our next episode on Monday there. And thanks to all our producers. And remember, ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. The quick dick is